to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. The fairy from the underworld will arise and drag us down there. That doesn't sound good. Speaking as one who's died and been there, it's not. The underworld is worse than you can possibly imagine. It's going to make you wish the old stories of fire and brimstone were true. It's going to make you wish for death. And then the realization will hit that death has already come. And this fresh torture is all that's left. Oh, you're scaring Henry. Good, because we should all be scared. This is death itself. This is a fight we cannot win. No. I'm not marked. I'm not going to give up. There has to be something we can do. You're right, there is something. Use this time wisely. Use it to say goodbye. Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm the Dark One. And this is the withered knob of that sad old man. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Emery? <gasps> I'm dark and <laughs> brooding. <laughs> have, have, you, uh, have you finalized your winter yet? You know why? Because it was the winter finale. What? <laughs> and I was started. trying to find my... Oh, there it is. Excalibur! Excalibur. Shorter than ever. <laughs> It's, it's almost like, like there's a dagger missing out of it or something. Or like it is just a dagger Ooh, again. Spooky. Spoilers! Uh, but we're here at 8.30 <laughs> p.m. EST at live.universebox.com and Alpha Geek Radio, Woo! as usual. Uh, Monday nights, I think I said, 8.30 p.m. EST. And we also have our chatters here. We have, we have a, a big party of chatters going on. Yeah, we have 15 on. in there it. so far. Swanfire Forever, Bobby, Amy, Guest, Amy P, <laughs> other Amory, <laughs> Swanfire Forever again, Amy P. Not so other. charming, Stephanie, Bobby, Sage. Michael, not so, not so charming. I like that one. I like that. Swanfire Forever, again, again, and again. Yeah, and I, if I didn't mention, we're also streaming out on Alpha Geek Radio. Alpha Geek, woo! Alpha Geek is awesome, and we we love them. And if you're listening on Alpha Geek, say Let hey. Let us know. Yeah, at GF Storybrook is the Twitter. Or at Bill Meeks. Or at AM, AMD Simone. Et cetera, et cetera. It's at the bottom of my thing when it's just me. Yeah, uh, yeah. definitely. But I, I guess we should go ahead and get started with our rhyming summary. And then we'll get started talking about this wonderful, wonderful episode. Go ahead, Anne-Marie. The Dark Ones Descend on Fair Storybrook, brought back to life by the Dark Captain Hook. We meet his dad a hundred years prior, along with the brother he seems to have sired. Our heroes are marked for a journey to hell. Can Emma save them without more hair gel? Some things feel quite right, but more feels quite wrong. Notes flurry by in this week's Swan Song. Swan Song! Anne-Marie, what'd you think? Okay, so <laughs> let's go with what I thought. <laughs> Last night, watching it, mm-hmm. I feel like I actually enjoyed the experience of watching it. Sure, there was issues. We mm-hmm. all know that. It's an episode of Once Upon a Time. Yeah. There are issues. Okay, I'm sorry to be in the dark one, by the way. Um, <laughs> however... The more and more I was on the internet, like, today, Mm -hmm. it was nothing but hate and 
anger and cranky and it invaded my brain so i apologize if i've turned a little more haterade than leaders, i meant to leaders of haterade spilled on you know the what there really today. was leaders of haterade spilled all over the place i knew it was bad news when i went to check uh just to see general reactions and stuff over on the once upon a time subreddit mm-hmm. and there was during the episode discussion post episode discussion Rant threat. Like all like official <laughs> rant thread. Official posted by the mods. Like, rant thread. Yeah. Rant thread. So oh. yeah. I, I, I there I, were I mean we there's reason to be ranty. Mm-hmm. There's reason to be hated. Right? Oh, the queen has joined. I wonder which queen, the queen. it is. Um but you know, I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. I just apparently back in reflection, uh <laughs> I don't enjoy it as much. Well the thing is I, I really enjoyed it uh all uh, for the pat for the last five or six minutes. Right. Uh, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> Just don't do that in the mic anymore. I, uh, we were talking about that before Sorry. the show. Um, but uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed it up until the last four or five minutes, which Fact. completely almost spoiled the entire episode yes. for me. But uh, you know, that's my first point. So I, I guess I'll get Let's started. Let's just get right into that. it. Okay, Rumple's regression in this episode. Okay, so uh, Rumplestiltskin has been a, a sticking point slash my favorite thing about this entire season because they they've been walking back his character a lot to make him be a coward. I uh, you know retroactively a coward uh, from his origins back in you know hundred years ago fairy tale oh it's way more than 100 at this point but let's yeah. just throw all timelines out the window but uh you know it did down to uh it, the the thing i liked about it though was that uh you know they they've been building it up to be this big hero and everything and they completely walked it back uh in this week's episode uh, you know, they've, they've been aiming for him to stand redeemed, uh, like I said, even rewriting his character history and destroying his relationship with Belle, completely and utter decimating it. Yep. Utterly decimating it. Yep. And it's like, if you were going to do – if you did all that, if you – if you, you know, walked back so much of your writing over the entire series yeah. to get him to this point, why throw it all away in the last five minutes of the finale? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Because like, obviously, if uh, you didn't watch the episode one, what are you doing watching this Why are podcast? you here? Why are you here? Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they completely made him the dark one again. Now he has the power of all the dark ones. Including Emma. Yeah. But, I mean, it was even even in this episode, they, they were doing things that sort of, uh, you know, indicated that he was going to have this heroic turn because he, he let her bell go yeah he made this completely altruistic move uh you know as i predicted last week he was the bigger man in yes. the breakup he was like you know what she might have broken my heart but you know what death's here i'm gonna send her out of town so she doesn't have to deal with it right and you know uh it, it just i don't know it really bugged me i it, you know i uh, ah, <laughs> grr, grr, ah. lots of girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just you know. Sorry, I get I get so flustered. I get so flustered over Rumpelstiltskin because he. I know you he, do. He, he he's was the always, reason you watch it. Yeah, he's always my big hook into this show, <laughs> which we'll talk more about <laughs> later. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, his selfishness <laughs> and his his this desire he had for power. I really feel like it should have left with the dark power because I mean we were given every indication that it had. Yes, and you know why? Why throw away this chance to redeem him? It also one sticking point I had when Belle comes back at the end. She says for the first time with this act uh, that I mentioned, you know, the selfless act to yeah, be true. The selfless act. Uh, you know, for the first time you were truly selfless, she says. And you lies. Know, um, the bear 
their episode earlier this season, fighting Hook last week's episode, Peter Pan killing, dying to save everyone from Peter Pan. Either Belle has been paying attention or I don't know. No, she, no, she hasn't. She's, she's got a curse idiot. on her something. So, well, she probably does have some other random curse placed on mm-hmm. her by somebody. But yeah. And she's asleep again. <laughs> yeah, she honestly might as well be asleep. And it makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. So, so very mad because I love Belle. <laughs> I was so excited when they're like, Belle is coming. Like way, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And now, like she started off pretty strong. She's had some good like moments. Mm-hmm. But mostly just go to sleep. Because yeah. that's all. Like Just go sleep in the back room and miss mm-hmm. everything. Because have relations with Rumple. And go to sleep. <sighs> it's only because Emily DeRaven's pregnant. That's only <laughs> reason. Ah! But, you know, seriously, this whole uh, reversal on the Rumpel situation might be, be the most disappointed I've ever been in the show. More than Merida. More than the Frozen arc. More than killing Jared Joseph, a.k.a. Billy Buchanan, <gasps> a.k.a. Yeah! Gus Gus, who I hope comes back in the hell episode. Because Fingers Lord knows he's in hell. <laughs> uh, but, uh... You know, Friend the, of the show. <laughs> the, they fa- the fact that they yeah. turned him back into the same slippery, dark one underneath it all, it makes me feel like the characters on the show can never really grow, which no. all makes it feel a bit pointless, right? Yeah. Like, uh, well, I guess, you know, they, didn't wa- they haven't walked back Regina again yet. But, I mean, that was Oh, the it's thing coming Regina. because Regina sent – well, nah. That was, that was the thing with Regina for years. You know, she would – evil, not evil, evil, not evil. And now I guess it's Rumpel's turn to, you know, take three steps forward – two steps back over and over and over again. But a, a couple of things to bring up uh, concerning this new development here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he has the power of all of the Dark Ones now, and he's the only power pl- player left behind in Storybrooke. I, what do you think is going to happen to the town in the hero's absence? There's nobody there. I mean, they're just going to live. It's mm-hmm. going to be like, what was it, the six weeks when they were all gone? Yeah. That's what it's going to be like. Oh, just like we get one little flashback or one little like peek at it? You yeah. Know? Yeah, like when they're coming back or whatever mm-hmm. and be like, it's been so quiet with everybody gone. Yes, because even Rumple's gone this time. No, Rumple's not gone. Yes, Rumple went with them. No, he stayed on the shore. Nope. I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll get clarification in the chat room. Let us know in the chat room. I could have. No, he went. I'm he's in the pro. He's in the promo. He's in the promo, but I think in this episode he stayed on on shore. And the thing is, well, we won't talk about the promo until we get to the promo. But there, there. Even if you see a character in Storybrooke in the promo, it doesn't mean that they. Uh, but he was with the crew. Was he with the crew? He was with the people. I, I also have some theories on that coming. I'm up, sure so you do. Definitely, but uh, yeah. If if anyone in the chat room knows for sure, I I thought and I paid attention the second time that he stayed on shore but i I could be i could be wrong uh but uh yeah please uh let us know one way or the other let us know who's right team bill or team amory but i i i okay well in that case the point might uh rumple wimp bobby says okay so i guess i was wrong bobby is almost always team i guess i was wrong so i guess i guess he won't be attacking the fairies who have all the kids now but again we'll talk about that later uh one other thing i was kind of wondering (laughs) Okay, uh, other Amory says, Bill, that's what I thought too, but the promo shows him going. Oh, he meets Peter Pan, yes, in the promo. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't, doesn't yes. necessarily mean he, because he, he, he didn't go with him in this episode, I don't think. Yes, he got in the boat, or Are they sure all walked towards the boat? the boat, yes. I wish I, I, I wish I could check this out now, but we're doing a podcast, so I can't. Okay, fine. Somebody but, pull it up. I know you've got it. Okay, but uh, let's see. I, one other thing I wanted to mention, though, that, uh, you know, Rumpel says, 
uh, when he's giving Excalibur over to uh, Emma uh-huh. and uh, Queenie, Queenie gal, Regina, uh, he says that, uh, that Excalibur chooses its miracles. Right. Hey, why would Excalibur choose to give the darkness back to Rumpel? Because obviously he, he's giving Excalibur some sort of wisdom, uh, inherent wisdom. Why would, why would uh, Excalibur, who would obviously know that Rumpel dumped the bottle of magic onto it. It was squid ink, I'm sure, because uh, that's all we can use around here now. But it would obviously know that it happened. Why would, why would Excalibur let Rumpel get the darkness back unless it was to sort toward, towards some end? I have no idea how that entire situation happened. Mm-hmm. We had one whole Excalibur, which also includes the dagger. Mm-hmm. We had to have the fire of the original flame to put it together and to separate it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, we could nullify... Excalibur, except we could tether all of the darkness to it mm-hmm. momentarily to stab Hook, which that shouldn't have worked with all of this. <laughs> and where did the dagger come from? Did it just like materialize? Because Rumple was on the shore with them during all of that because he had the dark mark. Well, did did he get drawn there? I mean, there were other characters who didn't necessarily. get Yes, drawn he was there. there. Was he there? Yes, the old. Okay. Yes, they did not get drawn there, but everybody else did. Yeah, <laughs> lots of lots. Of craziness lots of lots of craziness but you wanted to talk a little bit about hook right i i mean yeah sure okay Okay. hook it up hook it up i have no idea who hook really is trying to get revenge against because he says over and over again i'm gonna get that crocodile i'm gonna get that crocodile blah blah blah, crocodile 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 blah 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 okay why did he just kill him Mm -hmm. he had how many opportunities to just kill him yeah do it Mm -hmm. do it man up kill the crocodile well maybe i maybe they were they gonna need his blood to open up the he already okay but he had that after the first fight i well maybe it got washed off when he put the hook in the water i don't i honestly i don't know that was another weak weak part i i felt too because you know that confrontation they had on the back road there yeah that would have been the perfect time to do it just (laughs) done 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 Mm -hmm. i'm ignoring whatever i just see who is that not so charming that (laughs) um okay or i think hook was trying to get his revenge gun against emma because mm-hmm. that's the only way it makes sense to be bringing this team of dark ones in to take to flip her flop family with away. her family yeah. and friends to the underworld. Well, to be fair, he did have a pretty big beef with uh with Emma too. Well, because- yes, and that's why I'm saying I don't know who he really because he kept saying that he was going after Rumple. Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It- <laughs> It's it's hard to say, but ultimately, you know, he did he didn't get revenge because he realized, you no. know what, he's he's not a bad guy. He might have killed his daddy, but he's not a bad guy. Hook, everybody and their daddy issues. Hook is the true hero. <laughs> Hook is not. Hook is the Hook no. Is he is. You know why? No. Well, well, he dies a hero uh, because of his heroic sacrifice. But also, um, Rumple says in that same scene where he's giving Emma and Queenie Gal. Uh, A.K.A. Regina, uh, the Excalibur says that Excalibur is destined for the hands of a true hero. So it wouldn't have wouldn't have worked for Hook if he hadn't been a true hero. Is basically what Rump- what Rumple was saying there. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he dies a hero, if according to Excalibur he is a true hero, will he even end up being in the hell they're going to? They're not going to hell. They're going to the underworld, which yes. is the pl- they because they've clarified this in some like interviews mm-hmm. that this is where everybody goes where they have unfinished business. This isn't 
in like hell hell at the same time though mm-hmm. uh it, it was described by rumple as a place where you're punished where it's awful where you know because it, he very, probably went to hell yeah but i'm, I'm just saying that it, it was described the underworld was described by him as you know wailing and gnashing of teeth and kind of the traditional hell and so i i'm wondering would hook even deserve to go there and i mean hook really doesn't even have any unfinished business does he i mean obviously he still loves emma but a lot of people love people and die yeah you know so I'm, happens. I, I'm kind of i'm kind of seeing that maybe uh they, there might be a situation where they get to hell or the underworld and they they're there he's to say and he's totally not there he's totally somewhere else and they're stuck there oh my god that's awesome with all of the dead villains which i think would be pretty awesome and I, neil because mm-hmm. bring back neil but i i kind of feel like hook redeemed himself with that with that altruistic act even if it didn't turn out so well you know i still don't understand how emma stabbing him mm-hmm. like got rid of her darkness too it all funneled out into it no. was it was all supposed to because remember how she was talking about the plan with selena yeah i never understood a, a few that. weeks ago it was basically get all the darkness into the sword stab someone with the sword all the darkness goes into them overtakes them <laughs> dead was my understanding yeah and in the reason excalibur had to be used to do that is because excalibur is the only thing that can kill a dark one yeah so, so and can also hold the power of the dark so much confusing. Uh, but I, i'm glad that hook finally managed to uh figure out what kind of duty is as they said many times throughout this episode the exact quote was what kind of dude are you um over what kind of dude are you over and dude over what kind of dude are you dude uh, but I'm glad he finally fought past the darkness. But it, I, I think he was way darker as a dark one than Emma was the entire yes. season. Like, we had this great promise of Dark Swan and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, who pl- What's the name of the actress who plays Emma? I'm just completely... Jennifer Morrison? Jennifer Morrison. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, she went to, like, a library in New York City and studied these ancient fairy tale tomes about darkness and this, that, and the other to get Did prepared really? for it. Yeah, and she didn't really do anything that dark this season. Like, I, she didn't kill anybody. Oh. I think the worst she did was take Merida's heart a couple times, which who wouldn't? <laughs> you know? So, I, I mean, no, no big loss there. It, like, I think she's done worse, darker things as the savior than she did as Dark Emma the entire way. With the exception of, you might say, bringing Hook back to mm-hmm. life. Because that was, that was kind of a dark move, especially when he was like, no, whatever you do. Don't do it. And she was like, no, I'm just nah. going to bring you back to life. No big deal. Right. Okay. So so it, it should it should be interesting. I, I, like I said, again, my, my overarching theory is that they're going to go to the underworld to save Hook and he's not going to be there. But uh, Emma. Emma. You Emma. have some thoughts on Emma too. Oh, I have, a, I have a major thought on Emma. She's a selfish brat is what mm-hmm. she is. She, Killian asked her twice to just let him die. Mm-hmm. He loves her. It's been said over and over, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Let me die a hero let me die for this you we're we're good we're good i'm done and she keeps talking about everybody she loves dying and leaving her but she is literally surrounded by her entire family and Mm -hmm. instead of accepting it accepting his wishes and moving right along with her family and Mm -hmm. you know her kid um she's like nope 
we're going to the underworld, everybody, because I'm sure he's going to be so happy being brought back from the dead Mm -hmm. because dead only means dead if you're Neil. (laughs) Well, that's very true because he deserved to die. Because literally because, every other character gets to be reseen in some way, shape, or form. Because Neil deserved to die, that's why. Yep, apparently. No, no but I, I, Emma had some other selfish things she did, too, you such know. as abandoning their farewell dinner. Yep. Uh, breaking her promise to come and see them. Yep. And if she had failed, then and yep. and they had been taken to the underworld anyway, then uh, baby Neil yep. would have been baby Steeled or baby Keeled or baby <laughs> Neil or <laughs> Something other than happy baby Neil being raised by his older sister. That's all, all yeah, I'm saying. But yeah, that was very selfish. Um, I, I think uh, her arc for the season in a lot of ways was her being selfish because she constantly thought she knew better than everyone around her. And I, especially even people who were maybe wiser than her, like, say, a Merlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, dem- demonstrably yeah. wiser than her. You know, not just, you know, someone like Gold or someone who thinks... They might be yeah. wiser than her. But yeah, Emma's selfish. Emma's selfish. Like, maybe it should people been, die, dude. Maybe it, it should happens. have been hashtag selfish swan or dark <laughs> selfish or some. Dark or, shellfish. <laughs> dark shellfish. I like that. I like that. That might be the episode title. Dark shellfish. Dark shellfish. You're typing it in now, aren't you? I am. Emery, why don't you tell them about our Patreon? Hi, guys. We have a Patreon. Over at patreon.com slash universe box, you can help support all of our podcasts. Greetings from Storybrooke. That's this one. That's this one. Legends of Gotham. Where that's we talk a different about, one. That's a different one where we talk about Gotham. You know, Batman. Um, we also have a whole bunch of Universe Box specials. We're mm-hmm. going to be starting eventually a Disney podcast, a Gilmore Girls podcast. We're going to be back into We're So Lost next We're week. We're So Lost starting next week again mm-hmm. um, for the next three months. Yeah, that, that'll be our main podcast for, for the, the next, next three months. months. Um, uh, out weekly, I in, uh, we have, I think, three more to record before I'm going to start releasing it on a feed. Yeah, on a proper feed. So by um, the end of the year. Yep. So, you know, this is just a way for you guys to help support us upgrading our awesome things like my camera, which you can't see right now. Oh, no, you can. <laughs> um, this used to be the crappy camera that we flew, threw off the wall last week. They, they uh, completely <laughs> that crashes the computer. crashed the computer twice last week. <laughs> so we were like off the wall. Um, you know, I'd like to get rid of this thing, but mm-hmm. we use our Patreon money for stuff like that. Um, so you can start making donations at like 10 cents, $10, $5. We all have all sorts of rewards. We'll sing you a song. We owe somebody a song. We'll sing you a story. We'll sing you a story. We sing you a rhyme. We also do a monthly uh, patron hangout, which that we, we owe. We missed for November, but we're going to reschedule like a double length one sometime this month. Maybe once I, I'm on my vacation from work. Like, oh yeah, we'll record. Do yeah. like a big like three hour one or something. Oh, can there be rum? Maybe there has to be rum. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you can't commit to making a monthly donation on YouTube, there's also a support this channel button that you can click. Mm-hmm. and make a one-time donation, you'll get all the same benefits. But we definitely want to thank our 35 patrons who are currently giving wow. us two hundred and five ninety nine a month. Uh, I, ex- I especially love the 99. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. We love you. Uh, we've, we've named our favorite pairs of shoes after all of you. <gasps> it's a really oh. long name, though, because there's 35 of you. Right. Yeah, right. and if, if you want to... Become one of our shoes. Be part of our shoes. Part of our shoes. And also join us on a boat to the underworld. Patreon.com slash universe box. Again, that's patreon.com. It's spelled weird. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com 
slash universe box. And we love you guys so much. And we thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys are awesome. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Anything fun from the chat room, Amory? Uh, Amy P says, you guys are lucky I have another song stuck in my head. <laughs> Sing me, <laughs> me a, a story. Sing me a rhyme. Sing me about when I went back to Rumble. Yeah, when I went back to Rumpel <laughs> again and again. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, another little quibble. Lots of quibbles with Lots this episode. Uh, definitely. Uh, what, another little quibble I had. Uh, why did the Dark Ones choose who they, who they chose? Did Hook direct them in that direction? If so, why didn't he send them after, like, Selena? Because they, they were tight. They had an arrangement. Oh, I guess she They wouldn't get them, any, huh? each other's way, which is why she was counting on everybody mm-hmm. else dying and her basically running the town and painting the mayor's office mm-hmm. different shades of baby named green but my my big issue really is uh, why did they they choose the dwarves why did they go after the dwarves and then the dwarves all just didn't show up for the last right. two scenes why, why were they not they, summoned why weren't they summoned why didn't didn't they go on the trip to the new place to, to the underworld let's just pretend this is one of my harry potter ones when mm-hmm. you go like this Mm-hmm. It burns for everyone. <laughs> you should appear instantly, otherwise you die. So <laughs> we all know this. Y'all are Potterheads too. <laughs> so this means you show up. Where were mm-hmm. they? Where yeah, were they? Also, the, those dark marks that they had on their wrist, didn't that remind you of like when you get like the allergy test? Yes. Yeah, the, it's like the um, bumpy. Yeah, the bump. Well, there was two different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there oh, was there? like a circly one, and then there mm-hmm. was the one that was like a spider. Or am I crazy? Somebody let me know if I'm crazy, because I believe it. You're definitely crazy. Also, let her know if she's wrong. Because uh, <laughs> that's more important at this at this juncture. <laughs> I, I, uh, maybe Dark One Lift. <laughs> yeah, yes, dark, not so charming. Not so charming says maybe the Dark One Lift only fix, fits six people at a time. I can <laughs> see that. Group A and Group Dwarves. Nice. Yeah, there's another there's another lift co- coming uh, for the Dwarves uh, no, save eventually. The Dark One Lift. Uh, oh, I guess because – never mind. Continue. Okay. I'm an idiot. That's fine. Yeah, but I just uh, had some issues with why the Dark Ones chose who they did. And also, I, I didn't really bring this up in this point, but I'm going to say it Do anyway. Do it anyway. Do it uh, anyway. I, f- I felt very underwhelmed by the Dark Ones coming into Storybrooke. Like, I expected, okay, they've been saving up the special effects budget for this big scene. The And I had the same... No, if, Camelot took it. If you if you guys uh, listen to our Gotham podcast, there were also hooded figures <laughs> descending upon Gotham, and I also had the same complaint. Huh. Uh, yes, that, actually. Yeah, that it was very underwhelming, because in, in Gotham, it was basically the same thing. Like, they just showed up for a scene, although there was a really cool uh, old dude who had, like, a basketball jumping on Gotham, at least. Oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> But these dark ones, like, like you never saw their faces. They never did anything. They never used magic at all, really, except to walk through people. It was like they could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we didn't see. They like, must have been. We didn't see previous dark ones that we know about, like Zoso. To the best of our knowledge, we may have seen him. But he wasn't named. But we he wasn't named. The, and we didn't see that weird um, pig thing. The dog one. Yeah. Or the whatever. Dog. Was it a dog? A dog or a pig or yeah. a hound of some sort. Something. It barked flames. Yeah, but uh, definitely very, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but uh, okay, so you want to talk a little bit about Regina? Sure. So Regina's been holding onto the apprentice's wand all this time. I guess so. Like, I mean, I don't know what I really thought happened to it, mm-hmm. but she just like is like, ha ha, 
<laughs> look what I've got. I can make it work now because I believe I'm special. Like, mm-hmm. and is it only able to transport people between worlds? Because really, that's all we've seen it do. Very true. Very true. This is a wand. This is a very specialty wand, and it can only transport you through a door, through a tornado, mm-hmm. something where you can cross worlds. Because I, I, beans I, are not the only way. Just real quick to the chat room, I will. I, I will say, you know, please, we we try not to curse on this show. Oh yes, uh, yes. So just you know. It, Keep that in mind. Yes. Uh, no cursing, know, please. Yeah, no cursing. And even, you know, insinuated cursing. Dancing around cursing can be a little icky sometimes. Yes. But yeah, Regina, it was weird. It was really weird. And how much of a waste was it to just send Zelina back to Oz? Mm-hmm. After, like, um, I'm sure she'll be back because traveling between worlds is so much easier than it seemed to be in seasons one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are big things had to happen. There had to be like a bean or like a dark curse or what have you. Now it's like X object is magical and will transport you between here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it felt like it felt like they were it, that, that, and that was another thing. And uh, this is a point I'll bring bring up later too. Uh, but it was another thing where it felt like they were building towards something with the character yes. and then they completely recanted And they're like, no! It. I have my theories. I saw um, your theory on but, that. But I we'll like get it. To, get to it later. Um, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, no, go ahead. I, I just realized it's my point later, so. <laughs> <laughs> we do that a lot. Um, but, let me see. See, and Emma totally could have just shoved all the darkness into Zelina and killed her and been done with it a few episodes ago. Like, mm-hmm. everybody was so opposed to it, but literally we just did that to Hook. Mm-hmm. We just shoved all the darkness into Hook. Granted, he willingly took it, but... Yeah, that was the thing, because Zelina, I don't think, would have been a willing participant. No, she wouldn't have been unless a willing participant. Unless there was, like, a, a greasy bag of french fries attached or something. Onion like that. rings. Oh, no, but actually, she wasn't even pregnant anymore, so... Nah, it wouldn't have worked. She yeah. wouldn't have taken anything either. But, like... They just threw her out a window. Mm-hmm. Literally threw her out a clock tower window that's been rebuilt 16 times. <laughs> Smith. I will say I really did enjoy the scene in Regina's office where, yes. where like she's she's, you know, picking out new colors for the walls and stuff like that. And the the camera pans and uh walks along with uh Gina? Yeah, Regina and Hood. And as it's pan- panning by, you know, Regina usually has a basket of red apples. They're all green apples. <gasps> I didn't even notice yeah, it's that. Right, it's right in the foreground of the shot. I thought that was a really nice touch. That's nice. That's very yeah, that nice. That was good direction. Good. Good direction, good. for sure. Yeah, this but, is your turn. Oh, my turn. Yeah. Okay. Another weird thing with this episode. Lots of weird things with this episode. Things that confused me. Okay. The heroes all just give up. Snow, charming. These people we've seen for decades, you know, facing adversity and going the extra mile to win the day. They're about to launch a counterattack, try and find a way to save themselves, save the town, save the world potentially from 30 some odd dark ones. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, you know what? Let's just go have a burger. Right. Let's go to Granny's. No, we've lost. It's fine. Meh. It's fine. It just, uh, if it was this easy for them to give up, then why have they been fighting for so long? Why did they even bother fighting Regina in the first place? Right. Like, why? 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 Why would these people do anything? They would just roll over and throw their bellies out and let let whatever evil was coming at them slice them open, you know? And uh, it just it just felt very out of character 
mm-hmm. for, for them to do that. And I, 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 it felt so out of character. I was like, come on, there has to be some sort of slight explanation about maybe why this is happening. Like, something that would make me feel just a little bit better at this. I came up with one theory. Okay. Okay. What if when the Dark Ones passed through everybody, uh, they instantly went to hell? Instantly went to the underworld? What if this entire, the everything that happens after that in the episode mm-hmm. is already taking place in the underworld? Maybe uh, that's why they give up so easy because, you know, it, one of the, the qualities of being in hell, certain types of hell in certain different fictional stories and, uh, you know, religious texts and stuff like that is just this feeling of despair, this listless this helplessness feeling this helplessness especially for otherwise powerful characters that seems like it would be a type of hell Hmm. and then the rumple the whole thing with rumple embracing the darkness going to be the dark one again when up until this moment he had seemed so happy about you know not uh not being dark anymore not having a dark heart right uh you know that seems like it would kind of be hell for rumple to be have the dark power again uh you know and based on the preview which we'll talk about in a little bit Mm -hmm. it definitely feels like they could possibly already be in hell slash the underworld and you know i i really again this is an out there theory a crazy Mm -hmm. theory i'm hoping it's right because it would redeem a lot of what i disliked about this episode for me what what do you think about my theory emory i kind of like it and it makes sense Mm -hmm. it kind of completely makes sense yeah it's like i i oh, oh go ahead I was going to say, however, um, Mary H. points out in the chat room, well, Snell wanted to st- stay in Storybrooke and retire, basically, after all the pan stuff. So she really, mm-hmm. she kind of quit a while ago. But I mean, many times since the pan stuff happened, we've seen her rally and even lead the charge to <sighs> yeah, save the day. But still know? not to the way she used to be. You think? Because, I mean, I don't know, going going to Camelot to save Emma that was pretty that was pretty snow led and that was pretty her leading the charge and rushing you know across dimensions Meh. to save her daughter i don't know you know daughter. and, and th- this was this was more than just her daughter at stake this was her entire family yeah at stake you know yeah 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 so it just it just felt really weird and again it, it would completely excuse a lot of what happened in this episode if that was the explanation. In fact, it would make it fantastic. It would be the best plot twist ever. Yeah. And I've just spoiled it for you if it happens. Sorry about that. Yeah. And also, it just, you know, it, it, assuming that this is on the up and up and that, that's exactly what they were doing. They were just giving up. Yeah. Would it have hurt to keep researching a solution? I don't know. Maybe take one or two books to Granny's to flip you, through right. while you're eating your burger. I don't right. know. Exactly. Just felt a little off to me. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit off mm-hmm. okay so killian's dad killian's dad uh mr <sighs> mr killian okay um it seems a bit odd that a ship worker could bring his two kids on board with him like it was nothing mm. like what shouldn't there have already been some sort of a fee then mm-hmm. um but then you know he trades them and suddenly they're you know i don't know they were traded for a boat yeah apparently two kids equals one boat yeah, yeah. I, I kind of thought they were going to do a thing where uh they it was a fake out and he had some other the reason he had to leave yes. or like the, the guy who told him that seemed kind of untrustworthy right so I, I thought i thought they might they might do a switch around there but right. obviously they didn't no okay and then he's put under on a sleeping curse do sleeping curses help you cheat death i mean i guess they would because like aurora yeah you aurora, know remember way back when that lady aurora didn't age 
No, uh, but nobody else did. Period. Nobody else did either because Philip was not really aged in Mulan and all that. That's true. Uh, yeah, we want to go back to that. Well, I felt just the fact that they they structured the entire uh, storyline to be that he happened to survive for 100 years too felt kind of cheap and chintzy yep. and coincidental yep. uh, and not a good kind of coincidental, uh, the bad kind of coincidental. And there was really – there was absolutely no reason they couldn't have set this confrontation between Hook and his dad, uh, you know, 100 years in the past before he ever went to Neverland. Right. You know, it, they could have they could have even brought Mila back for, for that, you know. Coming but, soon. You know, all, all those uh, years that he spent uh, traveling around with Mila, mm-hmm. they could have ran into his daddy. Mm-hmm. It also felt very coincidental that Regina knew that was Hook's dad when a yeah. hundred years had passed. And obviously the record keeping in uh, Miss Haven isn't that good, we know. Yeah. Uh, because of, of many, many episodes set at the record keeping place in Miss Haven. No, I'm kidding. Wow. Uh, but no, a, a lot of it seemed very coincidental. Right. Um, it also, okay, when everybody else was under their sleeping curses, they didn't really know what was going on around them, Correct. 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 How in the name of everything that is everything mm-hmm. did he fall in love with his nurse and his nurse fell in love with him while he was under this curse? Well, I, I kind of got the impression that his nurse fell in love with him while he was under the sleeping curse, kissed him. There was true love. Funnily in the one way. And then when he woke up. No, he said he heard her. He said he heard he her. He said he heard her and fell in love with her. Okay, well, that's just under completely the going curse. against anything they've ever done. Thank you. <laughs> also, she di- she didn't have, like, the anti-aging thingamagoobs. Mm-hmm. Like, she Oh, sh- what, the nurse? Right. Oh, well, I think, I think the implication was that he was put under the sleeping curse, stayed under the sleeping curse for how many ever, hundred years or whatever. Yeah. And then she ended up being the one taking care of him within a few years. Because, I mean, this, the boy was what? Like maybe 12, seven or maybe. seven, eight, ten, ten, twelve. We'll go with ten. You know, but within a decade. Yeah. Uh, so within a decade of this confrontation is when he woke up. Yeah. So, but that's still, you know, like that's still weird mm-hmm. that, you know, he's been under the sleeping curse for 75 years before this woman, fa- I don't know, the falling in love while under the curse was weird. We were cursed! Let's see, then... Um, oh, uh, thank you. Somebody gave us $25. What? Uh, on, the, on the fan funding. So thank you very much. Whoever you are, you I rock. love you. <laughs> I love you we while you were you. sleeping. No, that is not while you were sleeping. Anyway. Um, okay. Let's see. Also, his dad lied to Liam number two. Also. Hey, how do you figure? Because Killian Hook, whatever we want to call him right now. Oh, uh, Stephanie says I th- she thought it was going to be Nurse Ratchet. That would have been funny. That would have been hilarious, Because <laughs> we still don't know who she was back in Mist Haven. Yes. That's true. We don't. Um, but no, she would have been dead already because of the whole. Yeah, but go ahead. Okay. Um, No, because he said that they had to leave right away to avoid suspicion by Regina. And here's Hook's daddy tucking in Liam number two and telling him they're leaving in the morning. It felt Mm -hmm. very shady, like he was tucking him in, going out, getting the papers from Killian and taking off with like some other bimbo. Well, in that case, why would he ask for two papers? Did you miss the taking off with some other bimbo part? Yeah, but I mean, by the same token, I think kind of the point of his death and even what he was saying in the death falling down 
I got and everything. It. It, it was that, no, I, I changed. You can change. It just takes, you know, sleeping curse. And I didn't buy it. You didn't buy I it? I didn't really buy it. That's interesting. Like, because I, 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 I didn't th- I didn't think there was much ambiguity there. But I, I mean, that, that's very I interesting. I didn't really buy it. Um, mm-hmm. I also find it a little ridiculous that he named his third son Liam as well. Yeah. yeah like, I, how many other names are there in the world? I kind of thought that maybe Hook had that complete change of heart about the whole thing because he didn't name his new son Killian. I thought about that too. <laughs> I thought about that too. Yeah. He's like, he's like Liam more than you like me. I'm exactly. Exactly. He doesn't deserve to live. I, I, I would like to talk a little bit about uh, Killian's half brother, though. Do um, it up. Because obviously he's right there in bed, probably still half awake. Yeah, I mean. And, uh, you know, Killian comes in and, and kills him. He kills his dad. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, you know, we're going to see this uh, new Liam uh, reemerge somewhere along the way. And maybe maybe Hook will become his crocodile. Maybe he'll be seeking revenge for Hook. You have your hand up? I have my hand up because um, through something I read, we are confirmed that we will be seeing Liam number one, but not necessarily Liam number two yet. Interesting. So we'll get more Hook backstory somewhere along the way. Or no, either that or they're help. going to the underworld. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Everyone who's ever existed is free game. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, it will be very interesting to see. I, I'm, I'm kind of a curious, you know, if maybe Hook will become this his half-brother's crocodile. You know, the one he seeks out for revenge. Kind of reminds me almost like of a Kill Bill scenario where I, and you haven't seen Kill Bill, so you'll miss all of this. But uh, the daughter of Black Mamba sees the bride kill Black Mamba. Spoilers. And uh, Tarantino's... It's been out for, what, 20 years almost? Yeah, t- Tarantino's always said that if he does a sequel to Kill Bill, it'll be Black Mamba's daughter coming after the bride wow. is kind of a revenge story. So I think it would be cool to see Lee, uh, Killian Hook's uh, younger half-brother come after him for killing the daddy. That's fair. And alternatively... If he didn't hear anything going on outside of that door, do you think he'll think that his father abandoned him just like Killian did? Just like Hook did? I think that's a possibility, too, growing up thinking that his dad abandoned him just like Hook did. Yep. I think that'd be a a fun way to go with it, too. Either way, you know, well, I think they were kind of cheap with the way they brought Hook's dad into it. And Mm -hmm. I think just a slight rewrite, get Regina out of there, set Mm -hmm. it 100 years in the past, it would have fixed everything. Um you know, I, I really hope we get to see Hook's younger half brother again. I know, I want to. Hook too. Bros. I really, really, and I think they pulled the, some. There was multiple people mentioning this in the chat. I thought it was going to be like Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I really, really did, but I don't know. I don't people, think the timing would work out with that, though. I, does that matter? <laughs> it does a the little bit. The fact that you actually just were concerned about a timeline. The fact that you bring up timelines almost every episode says that it does matter. <laughs> okay. Fine. Let's move right along to this. Oh, wait. Uh, no? Hook no? a dial, hook Todd a dial? Whitehead says. Hook a dial? Thank you, Todd Whitehead. I like that. Hi, Todd, like... Todd Whitehead of Al Geek, Geek Radio, which we're on Woo! the main channel now. Holla. Uh, by the way, so so we're, we're, we've hit the big time, Alpha Geek Radio. We are the big time. <laughs> Um, so how are the fairies supposed to protect Roland and baby no name when they haven't done almost anything in five seasons? Mm-hmm. And how are they going to know that baby Neil is all by himself in grannies? Are they going to use a locator spell or are they just going to go in for some lasagna? Yeah. Did, did, uh, did Snow even get the opportunity to no. put baby Neil down? So baby Neil, baby Neil's dead probably. No, no, I mean, there was, Neil's she wasn't holding him. Old. Oh, she wasn't he holding was him? In, he was in like the carrier or something because Mm -hmm. i know i thought about that on the second watch through and the only acknowledgement that there was a baby there at that moment was (laughs) henry like 
looks at the baby as they're like all backing away <laughs> and then they're all gone. Well, that's good. At least the baby didn't hit its head on the ground. To the best of like our that. knowledge. To the best of our knowledge. To the best of our knowledge. That'll be a really weird plot twist of it if that happened. Though. Yes. But you no, know, I had my problems with that too. With it, 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 that I, again, that was just another like throwaway line because there was obviously something very wrong going on behind the scenes in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my theories, but Amory, anything from the chat room before we? Oh gosh, they've been keep scrolling. Let's see, okay, they put a GPS tag on Neil. Granny was in the back. Um, it, <laughs> the um, GPS beeps whenever the family poops away and the fairy show up for him. <laughs> Um, that, that I think that's it. Somebody's telling me check Twitter, so I'm trying to figure out what that's that is. About it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's see here. Okay. So what happened in this episode? What exactly happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened? Yeah. It, it felt like there were a few things that made this episode weak. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say mm-hmm. it's not as weak as oh. the episode, the Canadian bootleg. Oh. But I mean, that was an unofficial episode anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I did feel it. It was pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Um. So. One of the big things that made this very weak for me was there were a lot of, it felt like, last-minute character reversals. Like Selena. She was okay last week with the shared custody until she wasn't this week all of a sudden. And then they scurried her off to Oz so they didn't have to deal with explaining why she didn't take the baby back from the fairies or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then, you know, as I mentioned in length at the top of the show, uh, Rumpel going evil and Belle taking him back at the last second against all setup they've done the entire season. Emma never really being the dark one and the promise... Uh, the title uh, promises a swan song that never really happens. Not really, uh, no. That implies that, you know, the swan goes out somehow. No. <laughs> the swan did not go anywhere. The swan did not go anywhere. She got a red jacket back. She's fine. She's cool. And she washed her hair a little. And last but not least, Regina, as you mentioned, Amory, uh, suddenly being able to use the wand with a throwaway line referencing her possibility, uh, her, possible her, her, her possibly being the savior and getting the town to rally behind her back in episode two. And it's never been addressed since. No. Nope. But all of a sudden it comes into play here with the wand and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what happened? What actually? What happened? I have my opinions. Okay. I, I think two things happened here. I think two can, things conspired. One, I think I think there must have been some notes from ABC on yes. this one. I, I feel like Regina, I, I feel like the status quo at the end of the season mm-hmm. was going to be Regina was the new savior. Mm-hmm. Emma was supposed to go much darker, you know, killing people, whatnot, and then make the ultimate sacrifice that Hook makes in this episode. Mm-hmm. And Gold was supposed to lead the rescue party into the underworld world to say to get emma back to pay her back for saving everybody and you know gold obviously was going to be the hero you know that he was he's been gunning for the entire season so all these things were set up were built upon the entire season we we've been walking down this road to pleasantville the entire season and we we veered off into wellsville to you know complete the 90s movie references with phil in the title um yeah, with villain title. Uh, but, you know, it had to be studio interference of some kind, right? Yeah, it really felt like it. Mm-hmm. I feel like because th- there was a late announcement they, after they'd already done probably eight or nine episodes that uh, that Merida was going to be introduced into the storyline and that also Merida, Ruby, Mulan were all going to be in one episode that – uh, we never saw. It, no. I guess they showed it in Canada. Canadian stinking like rotten that. bootleg. 
Yeah. So I think part of the reason so many throwaway yeah. lines were included to wrap up storylines and patches applied uh, and in the episode to wrap things up was was that they they cut they they cut the story that they had planned for the season in episode short to include that Merida mm-hmm. uh, Ruby Mulan Canadian bootleg. Right. Um, Other Amory also um, reminds us that the I believe it was the Comic Con promo. Mm-hmm. had um, Emma locked up in a dungeon and we never saw any of that. Yeah, yeah, there was there was no mention of that. And that obviously would have fit very well in Camelot yep. right after she turned Hook. Like, yep. that would have worked perfectly there. Mm-hmm. She was locked in Rumpel's cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it never happened. So yes. I, th- I feel like, I feel like, one, there were studio notes mm-hmm. about the direction they were taking the characters. Right. Uh, they didn't want to see Emma become the dark, dark one. And that's they what they They didn't want to see wrong. Rumpel become the great, great hero. They didn't want to see Virginia become the savior, savior, savior. You just got to say it all in triple, triple, triple. Triple, triple, triple. Okay. And they also wanted to give Merida her own episode, more or less. I mean, she really had a couple. I mean. She had a couple, but she had one that was well, completely she had, her. Yes, like, the heroes the didn't appear at all. Nope. But, yeah. So, I, if anything happened that wasn't just sucky writing <laughs> i think yeah. that's what happened that's my theory and i'm sticking to it i'm usually right on my theories though you are usually and that's the so, scary part yeah um, i hope i'm right on the one i said earlier in the episode too because that'll that'll that? alleviate all of this oh, and then that? i'll be like oh they're geniuses never mind geniuses geniuses okay so but but so what happened though to merida and all of the camelot people are they just hanging out in storybrooke which is not their like place Mm -hmm. and who is running storybrooke because now and this is me under my assumption that Mm -hmm. um gold uh the charmings emma regina they're all in hell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they are all in hell yeah. so no one is running storybook that's why i'm saying it's going to be just like those six weeks where they all thought it was so nice and peaceful mm-hmm. um but that's weird because i don't know if merida will just like chill and wouldn't um guinevere break arthur out of his cell since nobody's remembered he's there my theory oh please 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 they never get referenced again merida no. oh no it's gonna be- camelot never no. get referenced again no ever. all gone yeah. All gone. Well, I think from the way it sounded um, that they all had scenes filmed mm-hmm. and weren't told they were cut because Amy Manson was doing some crazy retweeting last night. Uh-huh. And it was not positive. Actually, I, I want to go see this. I want to go see this Amy Manson tweet. Um, I also think that... At Amy Manson London. I also think there's a very strong possibility they're finally going to get back around to bringing Maleficent back, though. Well, that was the thing. Her and what's-her-face... Mm-hmm. Yes, he's still a tree. Um, Where, um... I don't even know what I was saying now. What was I saying, Camelot? Let's see. Here's some tweets from Amy Manson. They're, uh, they're all retweets. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, oh, she might have unretweeted them. No, she didn't. I saw them earlier. Oh, did she? Yeah, they're all unretweeted now. So. Oh, so she got in trouble. She got in trouble. Well, Twitter will do that to you. You know, but there was... you know if she was brave, she <laughs> wouldn't have unretweeted those. <laughs> she would have if they told her they weren't going to pay her. Um... <laughs> you have to be brave, even in the face of losing money. Uh, um, yeah, it was a lot of tweets because they were saying, I want to see them. I want to see them. I saw a significant amount going, you know, you're better than this. Your brave arc was good. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go back to them. 
Um, Don't look back in anger. So there was a lot of that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens in Storybrooke, Storybrooke. Real Storybrooke. Real Storybrooke. Uh, Which we we will get to the thing later. Mm -hmm. But, okay. It's time for an arbitrary scale, Emery. Are you ready for this? Can you handle this? Can you handle this? Emery. Can you handle this? I don't think, think you, you can, can handle, handle this. this. Oh I don't think you're ready for gosh. this jelly. I can't. I can't. <laughs> okay. Out of 162 run bells. Uh, run bells. R-U-N-G bells. Not run bells. That's because there's no run bell. Run bells. Out of 162 run bells, how many run bells do you give this episode? 97? 97. 97. 97. Why? Too much freaking crap. <laughs> Bobby says hashtag Mayor Grumpy. Hashtag uh, Mayor Grumpy, yes. But um, elaborate. Elaborate. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Stop, elaborate, and listen. Stop, elaborate, and listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to like sing tonight, I guess. Um, no, okay. Like I said the earlier. Song song. I really, really liked the episode while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. There was one point, I don't remember what it was, where I stood up and yelled at the TV and gave it a come at me, bro. But, <laughs> but um, you know, upon further evaluation and my rewatch and trying to put in notes, I was like, all I have is negatives. Why do I only have negatives? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it wasn't what I was, you know. Wanting? No. I wanted more Dark Hook. Like, it was too easy. Yeah. It was yeah. too easy. Okay, over in the chat, uh, Sage of Earth gives it zero run bells, but she did assure us on Twitter that she will keep watching the show just so she can listen to this podcast. Thank you, Sage. We appreciate that. Patty. Thank you. Okay, Other Anne-Marie gives it 161 run bells. It entertained me, which is what a TV show should be like for me. Exactly. Uh, Amy P says 159. I liked it, but I did not... It did not feel like a finale. Very true. Very true. It did not. Very it felt true. it could have been like a middle mm-hmm. episode. I, I was telling Amory earlier, finales, the once finales, if nothing else, like they always end making, giving me a million questions, mm-hmm. wanting me to me, leave me wanting to see a whole lot more. Right. I did not feel that this episode, but the trailer gave that to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bobby says 89 uh, run bells. Stephanie is 140 run bells. Uh, not so charming is 85 run bells. A hope says I would say 140 at first and then 81 when I thought about it. <laughs> uh, Angel T says 138 run bells. It was okay. Uh, Mary H says 150 run bells. Man, a lot of people in chat. Yeah. Uh, it took so, some points off for uh, the Rumpel story. Mm-hmm. Uh, would have been 160 without that. Yep. And uh, let's see. Anybody else here? Anybody else here? <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so I guess that leaves me, right? Because everyone else you. is waiting. Okay, 162, 162 run bells, not rum bells, run bells. Okay, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it like 90 run bells because like a lot of other people were saying in the chat room, uh, until the last... 10 minutes, I would have given it like 140 run bells. But after what they did to rumps, to Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, my rumps, my rumps. <laughs> <laughs> my lovely golden rumps. After what they did after, uh, no, never mind, I said that last week. I shouldn't say that again. Oh. Um, but yeah, it, it just, felt, it, that completely left a bad taste in my mouth. And then when I went back and rewatched the episode and I saw more of the same, and I, I think I even in our live tweets said so many lines just, you know, setting things up for five 
5B, just getting plot yep, pieces off there. the chessboard sort of thing. I it, it did leave a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not saying I'm quitting the show. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, uh, the, you know, everyone last night on Twitter was very dramatic. Like, I'm quitting the show very publicly. And there was one specific then, ship that was doing it a lot. Then we, you'll then you'll forget about it and then I'll be back next season. Uh, but I want to declare it very publicly right now that I'm quitting the show like I did last season. Uh, you know, I'm not doing that at all. But yeah, they could do better. Uh, oh, oh uh, not so charming. Did this episode rumple your feathers? Yes. Very, very much so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I... Uh, yeah, you can do better once. I hope you do better next season. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. They can do better. Now, on, on to the, the news. News. First up, the ratings. A presidential address at 8 p.m. EST, 7 CST, I don't even know if that's right, means that ratings for Sunday are more likely than usual to change. But as things stand now, it appears that ABC's fall finale of Once Upon a Time ticked up slightly from a series low last week. Which because last week was amazing. Mm-hmm. What are the exact numbers here? But then oh, again, I didn't. But it. it was one point four. The fact that they were on right after the president of the United States made his third ever primetime right. address from the Oval Office, sort of thing. Yeah, probably it's it'll probably get adjusted down a bit. I'm sure. You think uh, it'll get adjusted down? Yeah, I think it'll get adjusted down. Uh, but it was a one point four because I mean I'm sure that that that's a pretty good lead in. Well, there was right? also um, they had issues though because there was. Um, you know, it wasn't bumped on the West Coast, so we had that going. They mm-hmm. had football run over on, like, in some markets, so it would have, like, a granite it's on another channel. Yeah. But it would have, you know, people that would have switched over. And then those darn Canadians who started right on time. They have their bootlegs and whatnot. Bootlegs and the such. Yeah, but I, I, I'm sure we'll see an adjustment for that. But you know what? You'll, you'll never hear about it because we're not going to report on it because we're taking a couple weeks off after this episode. Uh, Okay, but uh, you know, uh, there is uh, there is a season five B coming this March, as this so says, and we're gonna watch the trailer for it right now. So let me pull up Pulling the trailer, up. adjust it there on the screen, making it happen. Oh, but- and then I made it all weird. Okay, oh no, don't make- There we go. This March, you made it weird. The quest to find Hook begins. Ah, uh, they're looking for Hook. Looking for the hookup. Wait, let's just keep an eye out for Is gold there? Do you see there's gold? There's a big crash storybook Look. clock tower ha, in the center of town. Uh, there was a uh, Cruella de Vil car, a bunch of returning characters who we've reported on in the news section before now. All right, let's do this. Tombstone that says Killian Jones, which who, who's that? Who could that be? Is that is that is that Merida? Is what? that is that Merida's actual name? Killian Jones? I don't know. But we're going to find out in Season 5B. Souls of the Departed right. is Season 5, Episode 12, and we'll be getting that come March. Yeah, um, and Hope says TV line has once safe to be renewed. Uh, renewed? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been seeing that most of the season, which seems really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like a lot of them have given up, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I feel like I saw somewhere that somebody was only signed on for five seasons, and I feel like that was Creator's. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they hit the 100th episode. That's really, that's what a show strives for anymore. I could totally see Disney giving this over to somebody else and mo- moving forward. To some forward. lower writers. Yeah. Yes. I, I definitely, I definitely feel like, uh, like, you know, I, I feel like it's, it's getting a little long in the tooth now, especially uh-huh. after this half season. Like, more, way more so than I did with the Frozen arc, because I mean, the Frozen arc ended in such a way that I was like, oh, great, they're finally getting to the real story. 
here. This time I don't really feel that. No. At all. No, this feels like it's mm-hmm. been, it, this feels like a wrap up season. I'm not wishing a for s- its death. It, it, it's like, it's like that old Winston Churchill quote. I don't, I don't wish for once upon a time to die, but if it did, I want to be that broken up about it. To paraphrase Winston Churchill horribly and yeah, not really nearly as that. brilliantly. Okay, but now we're going to get to the listener feedback, which reminder, next week, 8.30 p.m. EST, Monday night, we're having a Once Podcasters Roundtable with a whole slew of them. I'm not even going to name all of them. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of them. I'm gonna in say fact, what- I think we have some in the chat room. I, I, I'm going to say Once Upon a Podcast just because they emailed us right before the show. I remember that. Uh, once, once Podcast. Once Podcast. Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. Uh, once or Cast to the Extreme. Uh, <laughs> once, a, once a Once a Once Once. Uh, all these podcasts are going to be joining us next Monday night, 8.30 p.m. EST, to discuss Season 5A in its entirety. We'd love to hear your thoughts, too. Mm-hmm. I, what you can do is you can run over to the computer, mm-hmm. email us, greetingsfromstorybrook.gmail.com, tweet us at GSStorybrook. The Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. Take a boat to hell, 424-274-2352. Give us a call, 424-274-23. 52 as bobby did take it away bobby hey bill and amory it's bobby you went to hell bobby bobby's here uh with his his mini once podcast i know something i liked about the episode i liked hook's relationship and backstory with his father it was a bit convenient how he and regina swore they would never speak of what happened again but um i did like how that brought another level uh to his hatred for rumple it's not necessarily just about Mia, it's also about his daddy issues, his abandonment issues. Um, I really didn't think he was going to go through with killing his dad, so I was sorry to see that. Uh, especially after he saw that his dad had a son as well. I really didn't think that he would put, you know, regardless of his hate for his dad, I didn't think he would put that kid through that. And so, I'm. Sh- uh, do you think he would have if he had heard that his kid named that kid, or his dad named that kid uh, Killian rather than Liam? Or do you think maybe there was like a tinge of jealousy there? Or maybe... I think there was totally a tinge of je- jealousy. Totes jealous. Totes jealous. That was just me. Uh, just a thought. That being <laughs> said, I'm sure that's not the last we've seen of that Liam kid. Um, like I said, he probably woke up the next day, saw his dad dead in the lawn, and now he's thirsty for revenge himself uh, going after a pirate named Hook. Although, if that's the case, how come we've never seen or heard from him since then? It's, eh. again, so many things about this episode that, like, lead to nowhere. Nothing about this episode felt like it was earned. There was nothing played out in this season that led to what happened in this episode, or at least in my opinion. Um, the dwarves are in the first episode, and then just now, finally, in this last episode. Too little, too late. Uh... And I know that's not, um, I mean, that's not a short joke. That means, like, they were actually only in the episode for a few minutes. Um, okay, the Dark One's coming to town. That was, like, so hyped up about, like, you know, this is going to be so menacing, so much havoc. Dark and then they just phased through, they basically literally came to town and walked through it and walked through people. And that was it. I found- The Dark Ones do cardio. Felt like that was so anticlimactic, everything just totally ended with a sputter. And then, okay, the the Dark One thing, as far as Emma killing Hook, like that did, for starters, that felt like it totally came from Buffy. You know, that, that totally was season two Buffy. Uh, second, second, I don't understand, none of that made sense to me. Okay, so, if Hook was absorbing the powers into the sword, and he even stated there in the sword, you know... What? Why is 
stabbing him with a sword going to do away with all the darkness? None of that made any sense to me. Speaking of not making any sense, let's just, like, my biggest flaw of the episode was Rumpel. Um, I was one of the people at the beginning saying that Rumpel shouldn't be redeemed, and then they told, I felt like they earned his redemption, and even in this episode alone, he did make a selfless act. But of course, that was before, uh, the opportunity, um, came to him to, you know, siphon, make, make the, make Excalibur a siphon to give him powers, and then like, none of that made any sense. It was just like he said what he, what it did. And it just felt like, like I said, nothing in this episode was earned. It was cheap. And then at the end of the episode, when they're all going to Hades, hell, whatever you want to call it. Hey, why, the underworld. Okay. It made no sense to me that Rumpel was with them. Why, um, why did everyone just go along with Rumpel being with them after Emma just told them what Rumpel had done uh, to Belle, and no one's going to tell Belle. I just none of that made any sense to me whatsoever. Um, I know this is a really long voicemail, and I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, but I just the Bobcast. <laughs> the Bobcast. Uh, I don't know where to begin or end, uh, so I'm just going to end right now. And my arbitrary scale is just going to be an easy one of of useless dark ones. Useless dark mm-hmm. ones walking through town. How many were there? Let's say there were 33. Mm-hmm. 33 useless darkless, useless dark ones walking through town. Out of 33 useless dark ones walking through town, I will give it 15. I'm not going to say, like, single digits. But, I mean, this just was, like, really disappointing. And uh, I will now return you to greetings from Storybrooke already in progress. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm the dark one. Just in case you forgot. Thank you very much, though, Bobby, Thank for that you, Bobby. very well thought out and very, very touching. Extensive. Touching. Touching. Touching Bobcat. Where did it touch you? Right here. In my heart. Aww, in my heart. Precious. And then I run a bell. Uh, next up is Dawn O'War. Take it away, Dawn. Dawn! Hi, Bill and Amory. This is Dawn O'War. Yay! I just got finished watching uh, Once Upon a Time. And I think I made it in time for the show. I thought, um, wow, that was not my favorite episode. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I'm not going to, like, hate on it because you guys hate that, right? But, like, uh, I was disappointed, like, the whole episode. We hate hate. We like... Haterade? Haterade. Sometimes. I, I, I'd say I'd say if we feel we can... If we feel we can be intellectually critical about something and mm-hmm. not just haterade then we like doing it. Mm-hmm. If we think we we can be fair in our criticism, then we like doing it. Mm-hmm. And I found myself like doing this thing where like I was like, why? Why are the writers making me watch this story? Like, why? <laughs> Were they the holding you there? They could have told in this spot. Why? <laughs> and I still don't know why. <laughs> why? <laughs> All I want to know is why. That, and I, I think that um, Belle is a drama queen, isn't she? I don't like her at all anymore because she's just a drama queen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, seriously, don't you think? Like, if, if uh, Rumble Siltskin was my friend and he was like, oh, this is my girlfriend and this is the kind of thing she does to me, I'd be like, like, lose that woman. She's a drama queen. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I know you agree with me. I don't like you. Oh, wait, I like you because you're, cause you're, cause you're bad now. Oh, you're good again? I don't like you again. The good and, and the whole, bad and the good and the bad and the good and the bad and the what? whole thing, right? Like, you, yeah, oh, of course you do. 
Uh, you always do, right? Um, what else is there? I don't even know. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> the whole episode. Going, why? Just why? Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for uh, you. You you, t- you you gave a good talk about it for not wanting to talk about it, Don. Thank you. And yes, you finally got it in on time. She's been doing a lot better. She has. I'm she proud has. of you, Don. I love having mm-hmm. you around. We, yes, we do. We uh, Don came to us as a guest on Once Upon a Time or yes. Greetings from Wonderland. Oh, greetings. Or Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Wonderland. Podcast. And uh, she's she's been with us the, the whole since. way. We love her. If we if we do a listener round table, we want her on for sure. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if we'll do one. I'm sure we'll probably do one before the the show comes back. Mm-hmm. Probably, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. not this year. Mm-hmm. Hoops. Oh my God, the feel. <laughs> Let me back up. Hey, Villa Memory, this is Anthony calling in. Hoops 900. Um, hopefully, you guys are doing well, but let we me are. back. Oh my God, the feel. Oh my God, the feel. So, everything was basically up to my standards for it being a mid season finale, uh, winter finale. And everything was very exciting, very emotional. As I stated on Twitter, I, in, on the inside, I was crying on the inside <laughs> when when Emma had to do what she had to do with with uh, killing Rumpel to mm-hmm. see the darkness, things of that nature. It was so exciting, and I am dying, dying for March six. So I really can't wait for um for uh, for for the the uh, the uh, spring uh, opening for uh the new season arc. It's just it's so it's so exciting, and I'm and I really can't wait. Um, my only question is, is like on on Rumble Stilson becoming the Dark One once again. I mean, what do you guys think about what's what's really going on? I mean, like, is he the Dark One now or forever, or is is Bell going to find out what's going to happen? Um, just uh, any of your thoughts would be great, and I can't wait to hear the episode. I'm actually going to be there this time for for the uh, chat. You no, want to hear? Not. You're not here, Hoops. Unless you're, you're, you have a. Here, what are you doing over I'm there? I'm checking to see if Hoops is here. I'm looking at the chat. He's not here. He's not here. He's not here. Unless he changed his name. He might have. Is he not so charming? But uh, as as far as uh, how we feel about it, um, on one hand. Mm. I don't like what they did with Rumpel. On, on the other hand, hand, on that hand, I think him having all the powers of all the dark ones could be very interesting. I'm sorry, what's with the accent? I am not doing an accent. Why? <laughs> <laughs> with you guys talk about it, I'm just very excited. Hashtag all the feels in the world. <laughs> I give this episode uh, about uh, uh, 18.95 uh, Captain Swan heart uh, um, sharing hearts. And uh, I can't wait to hear you guys' uh, uh, talk on, on the episode. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much, Hoops. Thank you very, very much. We definitely appreciate it. I, I oh, and as far as like uh, the Captain Swan stuff, yeah, that was. I, I thought it was really. A yeah, really we kind good, of really disregarded a lot yeah, of I, the- thought, I thought it was a really good Captain Swan scene. In fact, uh, right after the episode was done, I tweeted out hashtag Team Sadville Meeks. Yeah, and I'm hashtag sad. Bring Back Neil. Bring Back Neil. Hope. Hey, Bill and Amory, I'm going to try and keep this super fast. It's Hope. Hi. Uh, so I initially liked Swan Song as I watched it, but then as I stopped to actually think about the episode it just completely unravels like it hit all the emotional points it needed to but then it just falls falls apart when you think about it so here's some really fast points about the episode if the dwarves were marked as well why were they not in the end scene as the greatest source of good uh, in the dark one's nemesis it always baffles me why they never go to blue fairy I liked all the hook stuff with his dad but I really wanted to see him more as a kid with his dad 
Um, what is the dad's name? If it's not Davy Jones, I'm flipping a table. Uh, what is Robin Hood's baby name? So, Zelina now joined the ranks of main characters that vanished in the season. So, so far, Ruby, and Bill in season three, and Will Scarlet. <laughs> Why make uh, Vex Mater a cat main cast member if they're just going to throw this out? So, Hook's dad was under a sleeping curse? Right. I wanted to see uh, Killian interact with his new baby brother. I really wanted to see that. And also, what happened to Liam 2.0? Connor Donahue uh, can't stay dead on the show because his face is on the merchandise. He's the cash cow. I was going to send feedback defending Belle from last week, but then she got wishy-washy again, and it is really dumb that she's back with Rumpel. I know Mr. Raven is pregnant in real life, but it would have been stronger if Rumble became friends first and then fell in love naturally. Rumpel revealing that he was the Dark One was hands down the best part of the episode. I'm so glad that these guys... With all the crappy back-and-forth writing, they can still write surprises. You know who was missing from the promo with all the dead people? Neil. And I'm really excited about all the dead people returning. Um, why is Henry going to hell? Is this Take Your Child to Death Day? Initially, like when I first watched the episode, I would have probably given it a 14 out of 20. But after thinking about it, I'm giving Swan Song... A solid 10 out of 20 Liam 2.0s. That is 50%. Bye, guys. Thank okay. you very much, Hope. So everybody like Hope pointed this out about bringing Henry with them to hell. Henry goes everywhere with them. Henry has been yeah, through so much. That's like, been the – since – Season he got, one. He well, I mean, really, since he got, especially though, since he got you know an entire episode to be the hero right. last season. Like you I know, don't, I, I, I don't really register that that that's a problem these days. Just because you know he he saved the day last year, right? Exactly. Uh, between him and Regina, and I just I don't know. I he does just as much as everybody else. Mm-hmm. So why why shouldn't he get to do it? He's just he's the author. Not that that really seems to mean anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. And next up is Other Anne Marie. Take it away, Other Anne Marie. Hi, Bill and Anne Marie. It's Other Anne Marie. Hi. What'd you do? I dropped my phone on the, the space bar and it paused it. Thinking, oh. And what the what <laughs> that? Okay. I did. I'm going to be all over the place. Okay. So I did not see it coming that Rumple was going to retake his power. He's going to be even more powerful than anything. And Emma says that she's still got power, but can she even fight Rumple when he's got all the power in the world right now? I don't even know. And, and Belle is outside of all of this. Like she didn't get the mark. She's not. She doesn't know Rumple is back to full power, so she's basically in the unknown again, as usual. Uh, clearly, we thought of baby, baby Neil all of a sudden, because he's back, although he's gone again, because he's not being taken to the underworld, which is probably a smart move. And Zelina is back in Oz. Okay, this was <laughs> all over the place. It was a great episode. It had me literally yelling at the television. I'm, I'm happy to see that they're going to try and fetch Hook. I mean, I'm going to miss Colin in the in the show because he's just, I don't know, he's he's hot to look at. I mean, we want to <laughs> That's keep what him, it comes down to. Um, I don't know. It, it was just an amazing episode. I really liked it. And this three-month break is going to suck. Out of 120. Twisted, twisted, dark one switches and new rumples. I am going to give it 99 and another swirl of black. 
I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Bye. 99 <laughs> loof balloons. Uh, one dark one trailing. Thank you, Other Emery, though, yes. for sure. Okay, next up we have Patty. Take it away, Patty! Woo! Besides my message from last night, I just something just occurred to me right now that I that doesn't bug me. I still don't like the episode from last night, and I still think it was utterly stupid to make Rumpel's ghost in the dark one. So for now, I'm just going to talk about the Greek mythology because something has been bugging me. In Greek mythology, the underworld is not known as hell. It is just known as Hades. Hell. Actually, I think derived from Hela, which is the North underworld goddess. But as for the underworld, it was never referred to as Hell at any point, at least until now. In fact, the underworld is made up of different versions of the afterlife. You have the Eulation field, which is like the heaven portion. You have, I think, the Prophet field, versus where basically every... Joe goes, I don't know what they do there. I think they just walk around to a bunch of fields doing nothing. And then you have Tartarus, which is where everybody gets tortured, whoever pisses them off or angers them. Uh. <laughs> you know the story about the dude who's actually rolling up the hill with the rock? Yeah, he's there because he cheated death, which is why I'm wondering why he hasn't, which is why I think the whole earlier this season where Robin is going to fight them in the boat at some point because as far as I know in the mythology Hades didn't like it when people cheated death nobody liked it when they cheated death and he severely punished people who have deliberately cheated death so I can't wait to find out what exactly will happen with Robin and Regina in that point because it's going to be a doozy and at the same time Hades was not that evil and a lot of the people who get punished in Tardis was mostly due to Zeus there might be more homosexuality considering Zeus did have a cabana boy. Breaking, breaking in the chat room. I just wanted to point out uh, they have, they, they, they've cracked season 5B. Uh, let's see, other Emery has, you know who's in control of the underworld? Johanna, Johanna did it. Johanna did it. Johanna did it. She absolutely did. She absolutely did. Sorry, we'll go back to your message. Oh, now, Mrs. Patty. Padmore. Who he brought home. His wife was angry, actually. Uh, but then that kind of was more angered, was one of the more angering reasons why Hera didn't like Troy and Trojan War. More of the story, don't bring home your, your homosexual lover. But I just wanted to mention that since it's annoying that they keep referring to it as hell. All right, bye. Okay, yeah, thank you very much, Patty. And uh, to round out the voicemails, we still have some letters. We still have letters. Don't go anywhere. Uh, but uh, it's Tim. Take it away, Tim. Hi, Bill. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hi. Happy holidays to you. Merry Why aren't you in the chat room anymore, Tim? Christmas. So this is Tim, and I'm calling once again about Swan Song. So I really oh. enjoyed this episode. What I did not really enjoy was the Parade of Dark Ones. The Parade of Dark Ones did not really do much for me. The Dark Ones did not, you know, have menacing dialogue or creepy voices. Uh, But speaking of creepy voices, let's get back to uh, (laughs) the main Dark One that we know and love. Rumpelstiltskin is back. Yes, indeed. Now, I know a lot of people who would be absolutely crushed and mortified, but I think... I think of this as just a return to status quo, as it were. Uh, thirdly, 
uh, Pokes backstory. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I think that it really showed something that the show has, uh, you know, given us over and over again that everything is a great big cycle. We see it with Cora and Regina, and we see it uh, as strongly or more strongly with uh, Killian and we can now call him Davy Jones, not to mention Liam Jones. Uh, can we? Huh? Did they did they give a name for him? For who? For uh, Daddy? Daddy. No. Daddy Jones. No, no. Daddy. I really uh, am looking forward to exploring the story of Davy Jones more, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully get an episode maybe called Davy Jones's Locker. Now, that would, that would be really... Really, truly exciting. Um, I'm also excited for, spoiler, 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 the dead characters coming back to life uh, that we will get to see, such as uh, good old Peter Pan and good old Korra. Yes, I'm a fan of all of the villains, uh, and this show gives me lots of villains. So, uh, let's see. I uh, I didn't think the episode was too strong as a whole. Um, I thought it could have been stronger, uh, so let's just, uh, give this, uh, seven reinstated Dark Ones out of ten. I'm, I'm still looking forward to, uh, the Underworld, and I'm, uh, still watching Gotham. I'm hoping to email you some thoughts about that later this evening. Yes, please. Excellent. And I'm really, really looking forward to looking into Lost with you guys. <laughs> Expect lots of Lost email. Uh, so, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and, uh, I will see you. Oh, oh. We'll see him after that. And apparently that, that's that it. Finished up. <laughs> no, but thank you very much, Tim. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much. It. Yes. Okay, uh, we ha- we have some uh, letters to read real quick. And, and, uh, sorry, Alpha Geek, if we're going a little long. I hope we aren't. Kick us off if you uh, have to, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Effie says, "Hi, Bill and Amory. Last night's episode was good. I knew Rumble would become the dark one again." I, she says Rumble actually, but I think she means Rumble. I would assume or Rumble. No, be. Rumble. I, I was thinking he couldn't resist and find some way or another to do it. However, I can't believe Bell went back to him so fast. Thank you. Oh, Bell. On another note, how did Rumpel get the dagger back? Also, why did all of the Charmings plus Regina and Robin have to go to the underworld? Why didn't some of them stay behind? Why didn't some or all of the dwarves go too? Uh, why will they bring back Hook? If so, then how? So many questions. So many questions. I'm looking forward to new episodes in the spring. P.S. I'm so happy to hear that you're going to do a Gilmore Girls podcast. I gotta work on that a little bit. Yeah, you do. I I have lots of stuff like done. There just hasn't been time. Okay, and this next one is from Marshall. Hey guys, wow, that was a really good episode. The first half of the season has been really good. I did kind of like the Bear King. We'll forgive you. Um, seeing all of the dark ones walk down the main street was so creepy. Uh, where was the boar? Ha! It was a boar. Dark one. The flashback with Hook was very good, and it was the perfect thing to remind him of how to be good in the end. I'm guessing that Hook's new stepbrother will come back into play somehow. Things like that always do on the show. I liked seeing Evil Queen Regina again, too. Zelina has been great all season, and seeing her there, where they ended her story for now, was great. Regina had a really great line when she had her sent off, and it was funny seeing Zelina fly out the window. The scene where Emma had to kill Hook was tragic. I knew something like that was going to have to happen, and it did. Here's my big problems with the episode, though. For one, where did Arthur, Gwen, and Merida go? They were a big part of the first half and never got a resolution to their storyline. Looking back, Arthur was not a very good character. Um, I thought in the beginning he could be the ruler. He was just going
going a little too far to protecting his kingdom, but no. He's just flat out evil. Gwen did absolutely nothing to. My second problem was Rumple and Belle. I was originally glad when Belle left town. Rumple had been too bad to her to stay with him. Then she comes back. Why did you do that, Belle? He's still the same power-hungry man, which is proved by what he does at the end of the episode. Why, Rumple, did you take all the Dark One power? I thought you wanted to be good for Belle, but no. I guess not. I think it was the writing. Yeah. I don't think it was Rumple. I don't think the real Rumpelstiltskin did, did the real Rumpelstiltskin. in real life when this happened in real life. Nice. Um, I really don't like Rumple any anymore. No offense, Robert Carlyle. I don't think he, yeah. Uh, the plot between, he might. he might listen. Uh, the plot between these two is just messy. Other than that, I thought the episode had a great mid-season finale. I was so excited for the Underworld arc, and I can't wait to see all the characters who have passed. Please bring back Neil Riders! <laughs> Out of 1,098 baby pistachios, I give it 923. Sincerely, Marshall. Thank you very much, Marshall. Oh, yeah, just a brief programming note. I know uh, for those of you who listen to the Gotham podcast, yes, uh, like Tim did, uh, we did have a podcaster's roundtable scheduled for tomorrow night. I have a work commitment, so, so it's, it's going to be, be on Wednesday, Wednesday night. The got the podcaster's roundtable for this show is greetings. next Monday. Next Monday, usual night. So. Yes. All so away. there's that. Okay, you want to wrap us up here? Sorry, I, I didn't realize that this that the last letter was one you had to read. But oh, yeah. that's okay. No. Uh, <laughs> okay, this one's from Ash. Hey, Annabelle. Ack, and so it begins. And our poor Emma and babies is reminded of Sith turning Anakin. The black spots from POTC. What's POTC? POTC. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Thank you. Um, oh, and look, more hooked queen fodder. There's our fighting Emma back and ugh, Snow, hashtag hope is in your blood. Ah, Rumple helping Belle go on adventures. All the yes. And Emma is trying to fill her savior title. Oh, the pain. It's a twister. Woo! Hit that yellow brick road, witchy. Well, there it is. True bombs and trickery. Bloody pirates does the shaking fist in the air thing. Hmm. More family tree branches. Interesting. <gasps> Poor little Liam with it. What is with the renaming? Besides honoring people, that is. Oh, so Buffy and lightsaber Excalibur. Why do I, I mean, I didn't watch Buffy. I don't watch Star Wars. I guess that's it. Uh, Emma the Slayer have returned. Oh, Rumple, why? Sigh. Classic hero journey quest. Here we come. Gonna give this one eight and a half loophole potions out of ten. Cheers and hugs, Ash. Excellent. Thank you very much, Ash. <gasps> Thank you, And with Ash. that wraps up our, our second episode of Just Feedback uh, for the finale. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's a finale, so you kind of have to do that, right? Yes. We definitely appreciate it. If you guys have anything you want to send us for the Podcasters Roundtable next week, oh, that, that was probably going to be a pretty packed episode. We, might uh, not get we have to a it. lot of people. Or in or the we'll interim. just go really long. Yeah, uh, but definitely feel free. Shoot us any feedback you have throughout the hiatus here. Mm-hmm. We'll be getting some commentaries out to you in the new year and everything. Greetings from Storybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at GS Storybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Simone. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter, Apple Meeks, like it says right there. Uh, you can uh, pick up, uh, you know what, pick up my fairy tale. It's 99 cents through the end of the year. 99 along cents. with all my other books, uh, bit.ly slash uh, King Sparrow mm-hmm. or dogboyadventures.com will point you to all those books, all those wonderful, yes. wonderful 99 cent books. Also, I believe next weekend uh, there's going to be a couple free ones too. It is the 17th, 18th, and 19th. Yeah, bit.ly slash King Sparrow will get you there for the freebie. Okay. I think that about wraps it up. Like I said, we'll be back next week for the uh, 
the uh, roundtable. We'll be uh, back in the new year for uh, more commentaries. Uh, we might do a, a listener roundtable. Uh, there'll there'll sure. be there'll be there'll content be between now and March. Yeah, for sure. Just, we need a break just first. Stay, yeah, just stay <laughs> tuned, and we'll get get all those plans planned out and everything. But uh, until next time, greetings from Storybrooke. Story